Thank you very much, and welcome, audience. We appreciate you joining our broadcast today. We began last week talking about God's way for increase. Increase God's way. I've written a book by this same title, and we're going to make it available to you a little later in the broadcast. But we discovered on last week's broadcast that if we want to enjoy God's best, then we need to allow God's Word to be the foundation because Jesus said, Thy Word is truth. God's Word is truth. And in John chapter 8, verse 31 and 32, Jesus said, If you continue in my Word, you will be my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. How many of you enjoy freedom today? Would you agree with me? It's because of what you learned from the Word of God? Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. That's the basis for all freedom. If you want to be free spiritually, free mentally, free physically, free financially, then you need to know the truth, not religious tradition, not denominational creeds and doctrines, but the truth, because not all traditions are based on truth. Not all denominational creeds and doctrines are based on truth. A lot of it is man's idea. And Jesus made this statement to the religious people of His day. Your traditions have made the Word of God of no effect. Amen. So, we need to know the truth. We found from Hosea chapter 4 that uh, God says that His people are robbed and spoiled. They're taken from. They don't enjoy His best simply because they lack the knowledge of the truth. Well, if you want freedom, if you want God's best, then if I were you, I'd make the decision that I made 45 years ago, and that is spend quality time in the Word, find out what the truth about all these things is, and then determine that that's going to be final authority in your life. Amen? Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can you say amen in the audience? Yes, all right. Let's take up where we left off on last week's broadcast. And one of the statements that we close with is, that on any issue or any subject, if you really want to know the truth, then you have to go to the Word of God. Yes, I want to show you today on this broadcast that our covenant with God is actually a covenant of increase. That's what it's all about. Let's go to Genesis chapter 1 and verses 26 through 28. You're all familiar with this, but I want to show you that when God establishes a covenant then that covenant is a covenant of increase. God intends, expects, and wants you to increase Amen. when you learn how to operate in His covenant. In verse 26, it talks about how God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness, let them have dominion, and so forth. Verse 27 says, and God created man in His own image, and the image of God created He him, male and female created He them. Then it says, and I want you to highlight or underline this, and God blessed them. And God blessed them. Say that with me. And God blessed them. Now, one of the meanings for the word bless is to empower to prosper. When God blesses, when God pronounces His blessing on someone, what He's just done is empowered them to prosper. And so notice from the very beginning, it was His plan for Adam and Eve to prosper. Now, the message translation reads this way. God blessed them. And then it says, prosper, reproduce, fill the earth, 
take charge. In other words, this prosperity was not just a suggestion from God, it was a command. And I love the way the message brings that out, because once again it says, God bless them. And then it, it shows that once he said, once the Bible says he blessed them, then he gave them a charge. And that charge was prosper. Yes, sir. Reproduce. Yes, sir. Fill the earth. Yes, sir. Take charge. Yes, sir. Now, so far, all everybody's done is reproduce. <laughs> Come on. Why don't we carry out the rest of it? That's right. I mean, we've been good in reproducing. Yes, sir. Huh? But he said, prosper as a charge, as a command. You know, anybody that's ever been in the military understands commands. You don't question them. You don't argue with them. That is, if you want it to be well with thee, you you just fulfill the command, you know. And so God says, I'm placing my blessing upon you. I am empowering you to prosper. Now prosper. I like that. Prosper. Reproduce. Fill the earth. I love this. Take charge. Most people are not in charge of their own lives. They're not in charge of their own destinies. Most people, first federal savings alone is in charge of their life. Or, you know, the bank or, you know, some other financial institution controls their life. You know, I remember years ago, I was preaching in Meridian, Mississippi. And I'm preaching on faith and covenant and blessing and so forth. And a little woman came up to me after the service. And uh, she said, Brother Jerry... I'm a widow woman, I have a daughter, my husband died, and we get a little pension or a little, uh, you know, retirement from uh, the company that he worked for, a little Social Security, you know. She said, I'm on a fixed income. She said, but I want to be your partner. Said, I've, I've heard about you, and uh, uh, I've read, you know, listened to some of your tapes. I don't think I had any books out at that time, but I've listened to some of your tapes, and I want to be your partner. And I'm going to partner with you for one dollar a month. She held that dollar out. And I said, sweetheart, that is so kind of you. I appreciate that. But I felt horrible about taking that lady's dollar because she'd already told me she was on a fixed income. You know, and I said, ma'am, I really appreciate that. That's very kind of you. But, but I, I just feel bad about taking your dollar. She put her hands on her, little woman, put her hands on her hip and said, don't believe what you preach to you, boy. I said, yes, ma'am, I do. She said, I just told you I'm on a fixed income by being your partner based on what I heard you preach today. I'm about to unfix my fixed income. Take my dollar. I said, give me that dollar. I prayed over, you know, every month for 20 years. That woman sent me a dollar a month. For 20 years. I mean, I may not depend on a lot of people who said, I'm going to do thus and so, but this lady, every year, $1 a month for 20 years. And then she passed away, and and, uh, her daughter sent us a a note talking about how that she loved our ministry, and she went home to be with the Lord, and so forth. Well, years later, I'm preaching in Jackson, Mississippi, and this lady comes up to me, and she said, Brother Jerry, you don't know me, but I know you. I said, well, how do you know me? She said, my mother was a partner with your ministry for 20 years for $1 a month. I said, oh, you mean Miss so-and-so? And I spoke her name out. She said, that's my mama. She said, Brother Jerry, I just want you to know that not only did my mom get off a fixed income, that she told, she told me the story many times. 
She said, not only did she get off that fixed income, but she made me a wealthy woman. I said, how's that? She said, well, the city of Jackson came along and decided they wanted our farm because they wanted to expand and they bought our farm and I was the only heir and the amount of money I got out of the old farm has made me a wealthy woman. And I attribute that to my mother sending you one dollar a month. She said, we're not on a fixed income no more. Hallelujah. (laughs) Amen. So notice God's command was not only reproduce. It was not only to fill the earth, but it was to prosper and to take charge. Look, you're supposed to take charge of your own destiny. And I'm going to tell you how you can do that. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I can tell you right now how you take charge of your own financial destiny. Make giving your lifestyle. I'll say it again. Make giving, sowing your lifestyle. Nobody can dictate your income when you're a sower. Amen. Amen. You're unlimited. That's how you take charge of your financial destiny is make sowing, make giving your lifestyle. Okay, that's another sermon. Now, notice once again from the message translation, God commands, God charges them to prosper. That doesn't sound like God wanted them to live in poverty, want or lack. He wanted them to prosper. He wanted them to increase. Anytime God pronounces his blessing on someone, then he has just empowered them to prosper. Now, one dictionary states that the word blessed not only means empowered to prosper, but it also carries the meaning having God's favor on your life. When God's blessing is on your life, then God's favor is on your life as well. And you all know that that's my favorite subject, the favor of God. So through his blessing and through his favor, they were to be successful in every endeavor. Now we know that Adam and Eve blew it, but God's intention for mankind never changed. You know how he sent the flood and destroyed humanity and all living creatures with the exception of Noah and his family. And you know how he told Noah and his sons to build an ark and get in that ark and bring two of each animal. And then it says in Genesis chapter nine, after the flood, Mm -hmm. verse one, and God blessed Noah. And God blessed Noah. Notice he's starting all over with Noah. And the first thing he did was empower him to prosper. Now in the message translation, the, the charge is exactly the same as it was in Genesis 1, 26. Prosper, reproduce, fill the earth and take charge. Hallelujah. Notice God's intention, intention never changed. Prosperity and increase were part of God's covenant with Adam. It was part of God's covenant with Noah and it didn't stop there. In Genesis chapter nine, verses eight and nine, and God spoke unto Noah and to his sons with him saying, and I behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your seed after you. What was this? It was a covenant of increase. Everybody say that, a covenant of increase. And God says, this covenant doesn't end with you, Noah. It doesn't end with your sons. I'm going to establish this covenant with your seed after you. In other words, as long as there was reproduction in the earth, 
then there was going to be a covenant in the earth and it was going to be a covenant of increase. God wanted to perpetuate this covenant of prosperity and increase from generation to generation. Now, later he introduces himself to a man by the name of Abram. Now, let me stop right here and ask you a question. What am I sharing with you today? The truth. See, I'm not talking religious tradition. I'm not talking denominational stuff. I'm talking the truth. And where am I getting it? Right out of the Bible. I'm letting the Bible be final authority in this. You know, I don't understand somebody arguing with prosperity, whether or not it's the will of God, when the Bible very clearly states that it is. If God didn't want us to prosper, then he should have never blessed us. He should have never pronounced the blessing. If God didn't want Jerry Savelle to prosper, he should have taken me out of the line and blessed everybody else but me. But when he included me in the line and said, prosper, hallelujah, I'm going to prosper and I'm not going to allow Satan or anybody else to control my financial destiny. Give the Lord a shout if you believe that, praise God. Amen. So once again, he introduces himself to a man by the name of Abram. Later changes his name to Abraham. And he tells him exactly the same thing that he said to Adam and he said to Noah, Genesis 12, 2 and 3, and I will bless thee. Notice, seems like every time God enters into a covenant, first thing he does is empower them to prosper. Empower them to prosper. I will bless thee. And then it later says, and in thee, shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Wow. And all the families of the earth be blessed. So that tells me that Adam, Mm -hmm. Noah, his sons, Abram, his seed were not isolated cases. That this was not just to happen to these Bible characters. And then by the time we came along, All we had is their stories. No, he said, and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Look at your neighbor and say, that's me. I'm in the Bible. Hallelujah. Are you one of the families of the earth? Then God had you on his mind when he established this covenant. God wanted everyone to live blessed and empowered. Somebody says, why is God allowing poverty? He's not the one who allows it. I, I was watching a, a program here recently and I thought it was a very interesting statement. Uh, you know, with all the, the shootings and all the tragedy that's going on in a lot of our schools across the country right now. And this person had the audacity to ask, where was God? Huh. Well, you voted him out. You voted him out. You didn't want God in the school. He's not the one who allowed the shooting. Amen. Amen. Where was God? He's right there when you ask for him. Hallelujah. You know, where's God in all the poverty that's going on in the world? He's not the one who brought poverty. The curse that came when Adam and Eve sinned and committed high treason. The curse brought the poverty. Adam didn't know anything about poverty. Adam didn't know anything about sickness and disease. Adam didn't know anything about fear, lack, or want, but the moment they were disobedient and the curse came, the curse brought poverty. The curse brought sickness and disease. 
But folks, once again, we have been redeemed from the curse. Hallelujah. Amen. That means we don't have to live under that curse. I like to call the blessing was an umbrella of protection. You know, you walk out in a, in a, in a, uh, on a rainy day, if you want protection, take your umbrella. Amen. That's what the blessing of God was designed to do, that you could walk through a world that still has a curse on it and be protected from it by the blessing of Almighty God. Well, Brother Jerry, if that's true, why don't all God's people prosper? Hosea 4, 6. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. They don't know. Amen. They just don't know. So God blessed Abram. And then he said, and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. So God wanted all the families of the earth to be blessed. Can you see it? It's all right here in the word of God. Once again, for anyone to say that God is not interested in our prosperity, I have this to say to that person. You refuse to accept the truth. To say God doesn't want us to prosper, then you, my friend, refuse to accept the truth. Let me ask you this. Would you agree that Jesus would never lie to us? Would you agree that Jesus would never deceive us? Would you agree that Jesus would never lead us astray? Didn't the Bible say that Jesus himself referred to himself as I am the truth? Well, if he would never lead us astray, listen to what he said in John 17, 17. I've already quoted it to you once before. Thy word is truth. So Jesus is literally saying, if you want to know the truth about everything, anything, every issue, every affair of life, then go to the Word of God. Why? Because it's the truth. So Jesus is telling me, son, if you want to know about prosperity, go read about Abraham. Go read about Jacob. Go read about Isaac. Don't let CNN or anybody else be final authority. Amen. Why? Because the Word is truth. So here's my attitude, and I hope it's yours as well. If God says it, that settles it. Say that with me. If God says it, that settles it. Tell two people around you. If God says it, that settles it. Why? Because God's word is the truth. And we've just seen from his word that prosperity and increase was and still is his desire, his intent, and his will for mankind. Let me ask you a question again. Are you one of the families of the earth? If you are, then determine that you will no longer be robbed. I mean, just the fact that you came to be in this TV studio audience today and the fact that you tuned in to watch, you don't like truth anymore. (laughs) Hallelujah. You don't like truth. Now it's a matter of you learning how to appropriate that truth. But But it begins with knowing what God's word says, because God's word is his will. God never says something in his word and then will the opposite. So you're hearing the will of God for your life today. God wants you to prosper. God wants you to increase. God wants you to prosper to such a level that not only your needs are met, but you got enough left over to help get involved in the needs of others. That's blessed 
to be a blessing. Amen. Amen. What a way to live. Hallelujah. So take your stand on the Word of God and refuse to back down. And I'm telling you, God will honor your faith. Now, before we close the broadcast today, Genesis chapter 17 and verse 7, God said that He would bless Abraham and his seed after him in their generations for an everlasting covenant. Two points I want to bring out. He will bless Abraham's seed in their generations. Paul tells us in Galatians chapter 3 that Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. Goes on to say, so that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. And then verse 29 says, and if you be Christ, if you belong to Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and an heir according to the promise. So that means if you believe what the Bible says, then today, this very year, 2014, as we are taping this broadcast, I, you, if you're born again, you are the seed of Abraham in this generation. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm the seed of Abraham in my generation. And what is God's promise to Abraham? I'll bless you. I'll empower you to prosper. I'll bestow my favor upon you. This is a covenant of increase, Abraham. A covenant of increase, Isaac. A covenant of increase, Jacob. And a covenant of increase, Jerry. Hallelujah. Amen. Our name is in there, praise God. Hallelujah. So, notice this covenant is to Abraham's seed in their generation. But notice also, it is an everlasting covenant. So that means it hasn't passed away. We got in. Look at your neighbor and say, you got in. Hallelujah. It's an everlasting covenant. Praise God. It is a covenant by which we are entitled to prosper. It is a covenant by which we are entitled to increase. We are the seed of Abraham. This is a covenant of increase and increase should be a testimony, a major testimony in your life. Can you say amen? Amen. Well, our time is up. I'll be back in just a few moments with some special announcements. Don't turn the channel just yet. I believe you're going to enjoy this. So stay with us and we'll be back in just a few moments. Did you know that there is no way that you can walk with God, keep His covenant, and not experience financial increase? It's impossible. In this powerful book, Increase God's Way, Jerry Savelle teaches that God wants you to increase. He will show you from the Bible that increase is on the mind of God and will uncover the deceptions that say poverty is a sign of holiness. In God Our Source, a CD series by Jerry Savelle, we discover how to experience God's power to provide, the decisions to make when tests and trials come, the power of expectancy, and more. God is your source, your provider, and has more than enough for you. Don't wait. Call today or visit jerrysavelle.org to request this powerful duo. Increase God's way and God our source. Now is the time to look at God as your source of peace, hope, and prosperity. 
You know, Jesus said in the 18th chapter of Matthew that if any two of you shall agree as touching anything on earth, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. You know, we've got an audience here in the studio, and I'm going to ask them to join hands, and we're going to set ourselves in agreement with all of you that are watching this broadcast today, any of you that are going through financial struggles, you need a financial breakthrough in your life, if you've been living in poverty or lack or want, if you're just existing, and these messages are stirring you up, you want God's best for your life, then we're going to pray right now that not only what you're hearing will lodge deeply in your heart, because you need to be more than just a hearer, you need to be a doer. Jesus said that once the Word is sown in a man's heart, Satan comes immediately to try to take it away. But there are certain people in that parable in Mark chapter 4 that wouldn't allow him to do it, and Jesus referred to them as good ground. Determine you're going to be good ground today, and you're not going to let the devil steal this Word from you. And as a result, Jesus said, if the Word can't be stolen from you, then it will produce 30, 60, and 100-fold results. Praise God. So we're going to pray for you right now. Audience, thank you for just go ahead and pray, and let's believe God for the people that are watching the broadcast. Father, we lift up every person that's watching this program today. And I know there are many that are watching that are struggling financially, many that are at their wits end. They don't know what to do. They don't know where to turn. Well, the first place they need to turn is to your word. And I believe what they've heard today will go deeper than just their physical ears, but will go into their heart, to their spirit man, will lodge deeply there and will cause an explosion on the inside, a determination that they're not going to settle for anything less than God's best. I pray, Heavenly Father, for financial breakthroughs. You are the God of the breakthrough. I'm asking you to visit their house. Break through for them. Show them in various ways that you do want to be their source of supply. Reveal to them where perhaps they've missed it. Reveal to them anything that they need to do to correct. Anything that they need to do where stopping certain actions are concerned. And I'm asking you, Heavenly Father, to give them revelation, give them wisdom, give them insight, and we pray according to 3 John verse 2 that they will prosper and be in health even as their soul prospers. In Jesus' name, everybody shout amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You, your part is to say, I receive that. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, before we leave the air, let me remind you that the material that we're talking about on the broadcast is available in my book, Increase God's Way, and also four CDs entitled God, Our Source. I want to encourage you to order these right away. These are so powerful, filled with truth. And I'm telling you, once you begin to listen to them, I believe you won't be able to put them down. This little book, it's small. It's not a lot of pages, but it is jam-packed with truth that will set you free. So I want to encourage you to order the special package, the book and the CDs. All the ordering information is on your screen. And when you order, if you have any prayer requests, write them down or, or call and tell someone that, that might answer uh, that you have a prayer request. We'd be happy to pray for you. Or if you want to log on to the website, you can certainly do it that way. I want to encourage you to join us again next week as we continue this study on Increase God's Way. Until then, don't ever forget 
1 John 5, verse 4. Your faith will overcome the world. 